Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind, and I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Riddit, dit to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Wednesday, January 13th. What's going on? <laughs> no one knows. No. I thought you were having technical difficulties <laughs> when you said that. No. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, kind of. You're just uncertain, just like yes. the entire football program. Uh, yeah. Correct. Um, that's exactly right. What does it mean? Did, I... You can't even try to make sense of it because no. it just doesn't. But, I mean, also, here's the thing. It's all been so uncertain. Like, there's not even ever been definitive proof that Pruitt was ever going to be fired or this, you know, this investigation was going to lead to anything. But no one said anything about it, so it's just so is chaos the, has reigned. Is the investigation even real? The investigation's real, <laughs> yes. It's got to be asked. Fair. <laughs> um, I mean, we could... I would not put it past Tennessee to be paying $800 an hour to somebody for nothing. So, that's a fair point. Yeah. It's a fair point. Could happen. Um, yeah. I mean, like you, you said, I, it's my fault. I root for chaos. Chaos has been the primary placeholder in Tennessee athletics for the last long time. And then it's been like, what, 40-something days since the event? No, more than that because it actually started November 19th, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's actually been longer than that December date. Chaos has chaos has reigned. It has been mayhem on Rocky Top. Um, the Rock. I mean, how long until The Rock gets removed? Because there's just profanity painted on it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, how long will it take to Crane to remove that? Oh God. <laughs> years and they'll end up not even they'll end up not even being a crane involved they'll just dynamite it it's yeah so it'll be an easy removal process uh you know which you you got a tweet about it today i haven't gotten that tweet i've lost some followers i don't know if it's because of my terrible opinions or because you know twitter jack is just kicking everybody off yeah i don't know which one it is um could be both both mm-hmm. are logical um but you said that somebody got onto you for being negative. And it's like, I, like today I was like, I was trying to think, you know, where to go with this. And it's like, I, I don't like being negative. I hate it. Yeah, it sucks. But I also don't like lying to myself. Yeah, you got to be truthful. So I don't feel like anything we've said on this podcast, I can't say anything we've tweeted, especially me. I tweet all the time. I don't know how, like what exactly gets tweeted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I miss some of your tweets because we talk about it on here. Like I'm, yeah. I miss that. So I can't say everything's been real and you know nothing, not nothing over the top negative. Um, but 
We're not we're not the most negative. There's you were, that. fair. That's a good point. <laughs> there's I mean there's just not a lot of sunshine to be pumping right now, man. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean I'm I'm not only seasonally depressed, I am seasonally Tennessee depressed. Like this is yeah, you gotta basketball give me, game you got canceled. Give me something. I, we like the thing is we want to be positive. You yeah. think we want to cover a three and seven team? No, no. I don't. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> but this is the, the reality we live in. This is where we're at. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We're gonna talk, and I mean, I guess you added, but again, I don't think it provided a ton of clarity. But I guess you did. Again, I don't like the approach that Philip Former's taking of like, let's just do things that sound like Pruitt's coming back. Like the steel hire in my book, if if the investigation wasn't going on, if there weren't rumors of him being fired, the steel hire would be pretty good and look like everything's normal. Mm-hmm. But with everything around it, it does not. Not all signs point to that. Yeah, just it's just weird timing. I, I just don't I don't get it. Uh, but steel's kind of been connected since Gus Miles on. Yeah. So I mean, it's not all. It's not. It's not even that shocking, honestly. The only shocking part is that ESPN reported two days ago that there was a hiring freeze. Yeah. So. Guess not. I guess not. Guess not. Um, but we'll talk about Kevin Steele um, and and what he he will be doing on Rocky Top. It's I think it's uh, it's who knows. He's not a he's not a uh, analyst. He's getting more paid more than an analyst. And he's not a coordinator, and he's not. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, he's not a coordinator either. I, I have a good idea of what, what he's going to be. Right. I, it, I think I think most people do. All signs point to that, but mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um, we will continue talking about the uncertainty that's at Tennessee. No one can be happy with uncertainty either. Like, no one's happy with uncertainty in their life. Like, no one, I, I mean, most people like to know what time they're going to bed. What time they're eating. What time they're going to, sh- you know, when, if they're going to shower that day. Yeah. Like, I mean, most people like to know those things. They like to know if they're going to play a basketball game or not. Do you like to get a call from your child, child's school, unexpectedly? No one likes that phone call. I don't even have children, and I can imagine how much that phone call would suck. Yeah, or, or a boss, hey, do you care to come walk with me for a second? Or a boss, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. I can't say no. So. <laughs> Fair point. No one likes uncertainty, but we'll talk about what, what all this could mean for Tennessee. We'll talk about some team news. Um Talk about some transfers. That's, that's pretty much all the team news that's going on now. Guys staying, guys transferring, guys landing places. Um, that was been announced today uh, or yesterday, excuse me. And then we'll also talk uh, some some COVID as Tennessee's game, Tennessee series. Half of it got put on hold uh, with some Vanderbilt COVID uh, issues. Talk about the national championship game took place Monday night. Did you finish the game? Did you watch it all before you went to bed? It got to the final score before I went to bed. Okay, but it. it it was not at zeros, no. Okay. So I went, yes, yeah, same for me. Uh, well, maybe not. Six minutes left? Did anybody score after six minutes left? It was something around that. It was about six minutes sleep. left. I went to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, I was done. I was tired. I was exhausted. Yeah, so I went the, to bed. The 69 plus points scored, so I was yep. like, I'm good. Yep. Don't need to watch it anymore. And I am a, I, I'm not in the department of, you know how I feel about college football playoff and like what should change. But I'm not like in the department of like college football is dead. Like all these people are like, I don't want to watch it anymore. It's yeah, the same. I'm thank like, God it's over. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> I'm. I still enjoy watching college football. Like I set aside my Monday night to watch the game. Yeah. Um. I had to convince my girlfriend that we will not be watching The Bachelor. She's like, Can we not even like flip? Nope. We don't need to do that. Yeah. You can watch it tomorrow. It's not live. I yeah. Can, I'll, I'll I can. I watched it today. I can read all the spoilers to you right now. Like no big deal. Um. Mm-hmm. You can't do that with college football. So yeah. I. So yeah. I. I. I had, and that was a quite the fight I had to put up. 
So um, college football definitely comes before the bachelor. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I'm not that department, but um, I definitely think it should be played on a Saturday. I don't. No other league does it's that, a, like where they completely change their entire schedule. They've been doing the whole year to play their game. So. Yeah, I think the only one that maybe sh- like Super Bowl Sunday sucks because it's so late on yeah. Sunday night. Mm. So I wish it could be on. I wish everything could just be on Saturday because it's just easier to. Watch. It would make a lot more sense. Yeah. But at least like college football, like you play all your games on Saturday. Yeah, exactly. at least you played like ninety. The people who are playing in it played like ninety percent of their games on Saturday. So yeah. played on Saturday. Don't it's understand. Um, but I mean, even Sunday would be better. At least you have like the whole day to, like you you go to, you work and then you're watching the game and then you're in bed. If you're like me, before the game's even over. So yeah, um, we'll talk about some NFL playoff games uh, coming up this week. Um, I it is hilarious that the Steelers got absolutely twaxed because the game wasn't over when we went live Sunday night. So no, but absolutely hilarious. I, I just absolutely hate it for Juju Smith Schuster. I hate it for uh, Chase Claypool. Yeah, um, went live on TikTok because that's a thing. Uh, and talk trash about the Browns. Dude, you just got beat. You just got beat. That's like we're getting old. I don't think anything defines the like generation immediately after us than trash talk right after you got beat. On TikTok. Just like anywhere. <laughs> but like I mean, that's like them. Like they will like someone that like co- kids who are in college right now, mm-hmm. when they were in high school, they would get beat at whatever it was. And then immediately tra- talk trash. You just got beat. Everything you're talking trash about just got proven on the court, on the field, whatever. What's going on? I don't get it. Also, after a loss, the first thing you do is go to TikTok Live. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. That's where he's going to make... And and then, like like you said, talk trash about a team that just beat beat the brakes off of you. Right. It's hilarious. I love it. Like, I love that that's happening. I love, I do what I will say about like Chase and Juju Smith-Schuster, like all those guys. I love that there are still, because everyone this week was like, I hate that there's so much respect now. Like, I want guys to hate them. Well, the Browns and the Steelers hate each other. Yeah. So I love that like that's evident that that's still alive. Yeah. So that's good. That, that That's fun to see. Um, we got fan. Robbery. Yeah, absolutely. We got fan questions. Drop them in the chat. Um, we've got some that are already sent into us. Perfect. Tell us where you're listening from. Do all that jazz. I'll still land line. I apologize. I'll let him pick up the rest and then we'll get this show started. <laughs> um, yeah, go check out our sponsors, Tennessee tap house, hound dogs and blue water climate control. Caleb came in this morning and he was freezing. So it's cold, real cold. Got my, yeah, I should have worn a bigger jacket. Yeah. So I went it, minimalist. It, if you need some heat or if you need air conditioning, I guess. Maybe. Depending on, you know, I'm, I guess I'm kind of warm at heart, so like I don't get cold very often, unless like I'm outside, but not in my house. I don't right. get like freezing where I have to have a blanket. Oh, it's like house. 68 degrees year round in my house. Yeah. yeah. Now it is a warm 68 in the winter, but it's 68. Yeah. And I still sleep with a fan on. So. Yeah, I do too. It's, it's probably terrible for my sinuses, but I do it anyway. It's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I mean, I don't have those issues, but yeah. I know you do. So. Yeah. Um, um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, it's a good. Go check out Blue Water Clock Control. They will take care of all your HVAC needs. Steel to the hill. Steel to the hill. I. I mean, is it a steal? <laughs> I don't. I mean, you're paying him a good. You're paying him a good salary. It's not a steal. Um, yeah. I, I think it's a good hire. And he's double dipping. Yeah, Auburn. Yeah, for real. He got that nice setup with Auburn. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't think it's like this fantastic hire. That's a. 
you know, I don't think it could save Pruitt in, in a year that he really no. needs it. Like, I mean, But I think it's a good hire. I mean, Kevin Stills got a lot of history at Power 5 programs, a lot of SEC programs, defensive coordinators. Um, he's coached several positions. Um, I mean, I, it's a good hire. Like, you got to – Yeah, I think he's one of your better assistants. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's yeah. – it like, like you said, he, he's he's been to a bunch of places in the SEC, a bunch of winning places in right. the SEC. Um, he's a, a proven recruiter. And, you know, say what you want about Auburn, but it's never been their defense that's been the issue. Well, this year they were not yeah, this great. Yeah, but, but, yeah. Well, what, you know. Were they on the way out anyway? Yeah. Now, if he's come in to be the guy, if Jeremy Pruitt was to be fired, I definitely don't like that. I'll say no, that. No, I hate that. Um, but, I mean. Because the guy that you thought Jeremy Pruitt was better than. Right. And then you're going to hire. Yeah, that doesn't make any it, sense. It would be pretty dumb. Um, but I mean, as as far as of a defensive, I mean, if he was a defensive coordinator, I, I would be okay with that as well. Um, but as far as bringing in a guy that I think we all or both can agree here, probably going to be your inside linebackers yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's a pretty good pickup. You mentioned recruiting, um, good recruiter as well. And, and I think you know, could this be? I saw it mentioned. I, I'm sorry, I can't credit you because, um, uh, I'm not sure who said it but defensive line coach and his name is escaping me now from auburn that rodney garner Gardner, that was already been kind of you know mentioned for that tennessee job could this be something to help bring um him to tennessee with that defensive line position uh coach position still open i think that's certainly possible i hope i hope so that's a great recruiter mm-hmm. um a guy who, who's coached at a high level as well for several years that would add a lot i think to the staff hopefully jeremy Pruitt interviews him but yeah and i, I don't think his contract with auburn ends until June, okay. so so that, he's still technically with so, that staff. Yeah, that that could be a while before you may be here. If he is coming to Tennessee, it'd probably be closer to June. Uh yeah. I mean, who knows? We'll see. Because I mean, I'm sure he's nothing's really uh nothing's clear at Auburn really either. So mm-hmm. I just think with this with this hire, like you said, it, it's it's a good hire for a dis- defensive mm-hmm. assistant. But it doesn't make sense where we're at with the whole uncertainty. Yeah. Like, you don't even know if Brute's going to be the guy, so you give a guy a two-year contract. <laughs> and if if he's not retained by – if Brute's fired and he's not retained, Tennessee has to pay what Auburn owes him. <laughs> so we're back to where we're just giving people money. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess for now we're taking – what he's getting from all, we're, we're kind of taking advantage of their buyout. I mean, I, it's still a pretty fair salary for a oh, guy yeah. who's going to be coaching inside linebackers. Like right. he's double dipping. Yeah. A okay. Yeah. He's not getting paid thirty thousand dollars to try to find the camera on Saturdays <laughs> or on Monday night. Yeah, he he's getting the good of the double dip. I mean, at least he's at least he's coaching. Right. At least he's coaching. But uh, yeah, I, mean, I think this is a, again. I I don't think there would be any groans about this hire. If what's gone on the last month and a half hasn't happened, no, absolutely not. So I, I think everyone yeah, will be. But I like what you said. If he's the guy that you're like, oh, if he's fired, we, we can make him the interim coach. No, I'm out. Because then you just said that your your program is a lot worse than Auburn. Because <laughs> Auburn just told him no, right? Um, and yep. you told him no three years ago. Yeah, it would be very, very, very dumb. Um, hopefully that's not the case. You did mention at least three years ago. At least Philip Fulmer has. You know, not explored that option before. Hopefully, he doesn't again. Um, 
I mean, hopefully Pruitt turns it around because it looks like he's going to be here. And I think that's another thing that the Kevin Steele hire today kind of just threw. Like, no one was expecting it before Monday. That Because, I mean, everyone thought there was a hold on hiring. Everyone thought investigations were pending and and we were going to see the outcome. And it's like, and then all of a sudden, did Austin Price or ESPN report it first? Uh, Chris Lowe. Okay, Chris Lowe reported like. ESPN's the one who reported a couple days ago that on Thursday of last week that there was a freeze on hiring. I, I got to be careful about the sequence you use that in hiring <laughs> freeze or freeze hiring, yeah. freeze and hiring. So, <laughs> I it just it's doesn't all about the verbiage exactly. It just doesn't make sense. I mean, all it tells me, and I kind of mentioned this to you Monday night, that nobody knows. Yeah, and I think with this hire. It, it kind of makes you lean toward that Jeremy Pruitt's going to be the coach in 2021 for yeah. now. Right. Like, if, if I was trying to make sense of it, like unless that, that's something, what it makes me believe. Unless something crazy, like, because like I told you this when the investigation first started, the University of Tennessee probably already knows what's happened and what the outcome is probably going to be. So that makes me lean. Pruitt's staying. It's not a big deal. If they if something big happened, they've got a fall guy. Yeah. But, but that's if it were to make sense to me, which if we've learned anything in these past <laughs> that's a good what, point. 12 years. that's I mean, just, I mean, what about these past 50 days? Yeah, that <laughs> nothing makes sense. So whatever doesn't make sense in your mind, that's what actually makes sense. So if you're a Tennessee fan, my I'm going to need one of those. I'm going to need the, I need the Allen meme right now to process what you just said. <laughs> you got it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty of it. So. I, mean, I mean, my advice to Tennessee fans, sit back and just wait for it to be finalized. Because enjoy it's... Enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> if, it's, if it's somebody reporting it... This is the best roller coaster ride east I'm, of the Mississippi, and I've been to Dollywood. Yeah. So... Because you can't... We've seen this in the past. You can't really confirm what anybody in the media really says. And that's... Until it's finalized by the university... Just wait till that. And isn't that what's that's what's nuts? Because there've been so many guys in, in the media, in the local media, that have good sources that do a great job. And like, it seems like they are like every day what they've heard is changing. Yeah, it's nuts. And Jeff Brom is not our coach. I don't. I'm not willing to put that out of question. Like, what if Jeff Brom's been running this whole operation from Purdue the entire time? Mm. Okay, conspiracy theory. I like. It. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, like a NORAD base over there. I think I think it's possible. I'm not, I'm not willing to throw anything out. You just um, Zoom coaching? That's not legal. Also, okay, speaking of Zoom coaching, <laughs> I know we're going to get in the NFL playoffs. If you're Kevin Stefanski, you can't ever coach a game again, right? you got to stay at home. Yeah, I guess. I just don't know how you do it. Like, you got, you got to consider, like, maybe you're the reason. Not that the Steelers are great, but they beat the crap out of them. Yeah, and a lot of that was on the Steelers too. They're, I mean, that, I mean, that's yeah. fair. But I mean, the Browns had to make the plays. I'm not going to take any way, anything away from the Browns. But the first play, right? Out, I mean, as soon as they said, it, I was like, "Yep, pick Pittsburgh." <laughs> We've seen this before. Sorry, I didn't mean to go ahead and get in the NFL playoffs. I just thought that was a good example of a guy who just needs to maybe call it quits for himself. Yeah, I thought he would. I'd... So this is what the investigation is for. It's it's Zoom coaching with Jeff Brown. Yep, exactly. Okay. Okay. I, yeah. We just dotted the I's. That's, that's what we're doing here. Cross so the I, T's, dot and I's. Exactly. I, I mean, I get, what does any of this mean? I, I don't, I mean, again, your guess is as good as mine. 
If I've got to, if I've got to give a good guess, I think that hire shows you that Jeremy Pruitt will be back in 2021. Yeah. But I also want to throw this out there because a lot of people I saw on Twitter, and it wasn't everybody, but I did see it a couple times on my timeline, say this is a great hire to rebuild our staff. Guys, if we are talking about rebuilding, and this is what I got called negative for, but if we're talking about rebuilding, we got to move on, right? You can't rebuild. Like how? It's year. It's after year three. Year three is coming gone. We can't be talking about rebuilding. Something. Rome wasn't built in a day. Okay, Landon. Yeah. I guess it took three years to finally start building something. I don't know. I'm just like, it's frustrating. It it really is. No, I mean, because wasn't wasn't a uh, Jim Cheney supposed to be? Like a part of your rebuild staff? Yeah. yeah. Like that? It's so dumb. Yeah, how many chances did Jeremy Pruitt get? Before it's like, okay, this guy can't make good hires. Right. Or or he's making fine hires, but he's not giving them enough room to work. Yeah, I mean, you can't. I mean, I, I, I think... You can't be talking about a rebuild. Like it's not a rebuild. It should never been built. Yeah, it's never it's never been built at this You're point. Starting over. His most like the most wins he's had was was eight, and that was a great run. But I think, you know, going back, it's kind of what we believe the whole time. Like the yeah, it was good. You know, there's good coaching along the way, but those players willed it. Mm-hmm. Like that that win streak, it's always going to have a lot to do with the players. But I think it's shown even more how much it has to do with the players. Yeah, that were on that team. You had some dogs on that team that didn't want to lose anymore, and they yep. didn't. It was that simple. Yep. So like they could have had a, they could have had the worst coach in the world and they would have won games. I like what you said, having some dogs on that team because that's that's what I think Tennessee really misses just having some dogs. Yeah, body language, body language, man. Because there probably are some there are some dogs. Yeah, there are some dogs on that team, but body language. Have you gotten to listen to Dane Bradshaw's broad, uh, podcast? Big Volin, I think is what it's called. Uh, I'll look it up so I can give you a good shout out, Dane, because I've been wanting you to come on the show for a while. Um, I know you're listening. You always listen. <laughs> Um, but he had Burt Bertelkamp on, uh, like a week ago, maybe it was after the Alabama loss and Burt Bertelkamp was like, the biggest thing about this team is their body language. I can't remember what player. And I don't even know if he mentioned the player's name that came off the sideline and, um, they handed him a towel and he threw the towel on the bench and just kind of slashed his head and Rick Barnes got in his face and he said he didn't go back in the game for 10 more, 10 more minutes Yeah, because body language, like poor body language is not accepted in the culture that Rick Barnes has built. Body language is so important, and the body language that, and I've, you've seen people at games that talk about it that are like I'm behind the bench, and the body language, like they don't even specifically say body language. You're like the things that are going on behind the bench makes me think they don't want to win. Your body language doesn't tell the whole story, but it tells you it tells the people that are watching the whole story they need to hear to form an opinion of you, mm-hmm. and it tells your teammates and your coaches, and it tells the other team. The whole story they need to hear to compete or to judge you or to play or where to play your window. And the body language of the football team, the last after Kentucky, Kentucky during the Kentucky game specifically was poor. Yeah. Any way you slice it. I mean, I mean, I want guys that like would rather die than sit out a game. Like Jalen Water last night, like watching him. Yeah, as dumb as it was. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> dude, that dude wanted to play. At least he's like, I'm going to play in this. I don't care if my freaking leg has to be amputated after. I'm going to play this football right. game. Right. And he's got a. 
solid NFL career. Ahead. Yeah, I like what Mark Nagy said. And he's like, this is when the adults need to be the adult. Like, good on the kid for wanting to play, but the adults have to be the adults now and be like, you can't go. Right. So, and I like he had that. three receptions for 33 yards, and the kid broke his ankle less than three months ago. Yeah. In Neyland Stadium. Because, you know, we're just, I don't know what it is about. Even when the grass is looking good and playing good. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's his um, body's underneath. But I, I want guys like that just show passion and, and have that just like hunger about them. Guys like Al Wilson, Eric Berry, more recently, Juwan Jennings. Yeah. Um, was part of that, like you talked about last year, that just was, was done losing. They just yep. weren't going to lose anymore. Guys like Trey Smith, I mean, he risked his life to play football. Yep. And I, I just think with you talk about the basketball program and the football program, the biggest difference is the culture. Oh. I mean, whenever when when somebody dunks on the basketball court, everybody on that bench is standing up, hooting and hollering. Yeah, there might be at times where some people are frustrated, but it's it's ended very quickly. Yeah. Culture culture is your foundation. Yep. And, and there's there's a certain standard with that basketball team. You, you look at a couple years ago, that team didn't have a single top 100 player on that team. Mm-hmm. But they they came in, they bought in. They they knew what was expected from them, and they won basketball games because of them. Yep. I mean, Rick Barnes isn't going to recruit somebody just because they're a five-star. He's going to recruit them. He, if he goes to an AAU basketball game and a kid scores 100 points, zero rebounds, zero assists, that kid ain't getting a Tennessee offer. He might get an offer, but Rick Barnes is going to straight up tell him, like, this is what we do here. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be correct. You probably won't like it. if yeah. <laughs> You may, and you can come here, but you might. It's gonna be up to you. We're not gonna change our standards for you, right? So. Yeah, I mean, there there are certain standards set with that. Grant, Adam. I mean, Grant was the 191st player in the country in his class. Yeah, and came in and worked his butt off and and set that standard for Tennessee basketball. And then he turned himself into a first round, first round pick. Yep. Yep. I mean, you look at the side. You look at the camera in the fourth quarter. We're down. There's people laughing on the sidelines. Yep. You think that's funny? Where we're losing in the fourth quarter? You think that's funny? It's not funny to me. I'm not laughing. I'm, I'm laughing, but for different reasons. It, it ruins my whole week <laughs> if we lose. Yeah. Well, not in the last couple of years, thankfully, I guess. For yeah. me. I've been it, but that's like I would rather I like being bad. I'm a passionate person. I would rather I have more fun when it either when I have more fun when Tennessee wins and losses define my week. Mm-hmm. I have more fun. Yeah. Like I would rather I'm going to tell you right now, but I also don't do it every two years. My team doesn't win championships every two years, but I would have probably gotten COVID celebrating in downtown Knoxville last night. So, or Monday night, whatever night it was. Um, so you got to the embassy. I mean, they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. That's that. They, you don't have to celebrate anything. You just have to be there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would have done it. Um, but yeah, Dane Bradshaw's podcast, to go back to that, is Big Volan. Um, he had Ron Slay on. He's had Ron Slay, Burt Camp, Chris Lofton. Mm-hmm. I'm sure some others. Those are the podcasts I've listened to over the last couple okay. days. So, cool. Yeah. I'll have to go check that out. Yeah, I, I think it's just a, a culture issue. And it's a lack of leadership. You, on the, like, you think people were laughing on the sidelines if they were losing if Al Wilson was on the team? Heck no. Heck no. I'd like to see that. That'd be fun. So, yeah, I think there's a culture. And like you said, we just need – I just want some dogs on this team. Yep. Guys like – guys that just People that stomp here. on people's faces. Why are we star chasing in recruiting sometimes? Not all the time. You know, there's guys that we've I, gotten that 
Alabama and, and stuff wanted, but I want guys that want to be. I want a Cam Sutton. I want a guy that's an underrated guy that we can develop and that buys in and will just give his all for, for Tennessee. I want some of those guys. See, I, I feel like Tennessee, you know, sometimes is like really pursuing hard those underrated guys, like maybe too much. Because, I mean, I think it takes a ton of talent to win. But, I mean, you also got to be able to develop develop that. And, I mean, I think after the the first year, it seemed like a ton of guys developed in their journey through it. And then second year, and especially third year, it seemed like a lot of guys plateaued and there was not a ton of development on yeah. the roster. Yeah. I mean, outside of a few guys, there, there's been some. But if there's only a few doing it, if the if the good ones are the outliers, you got to assume that they're overcoming the coaching. If the bad ones were the outliers, then you could you would assume that nothing would help them. It's the coach, you know, coaching's fine. Um, but it, this year is not did not seem that way. It seemed like guys were either stagnant or got worse. I'm just kind of looking at the guy like Amarius Mims was always projected to go to Georgia. I mean, we even tried to pay him and he still didn't come here. Um, Which so they, can we also talk about that NCAA? If you're going to investigate a school that didn't even get the guy for paying him. Like, it's the old ad, you know, it's the old thing that people tweet on uh, signing day. Remember, when you didn't get a top recruit, it means the other team cheated and your team didn't. Right. You think you think that kid passed up money? They, they didn't offer him $100. No. Come on. Yeah, it, it, was, it wasn't a uh, free meal at Calhoun. No. <laughs> and if it was, you should, that kid, you should have to pay that kid for having, make, you know, eating Calhouns. Yeah. Take him to somewhere better. There's so many better restaurants than Knoxville. Yeah, so... Uh, I mean, the Elijah Howard thing. It's like a day, like a guy that really wanted to come yeah, to Tennessee to shady. play for his home state. Yeah, you don't like that. And then that. you tell him the night before signing day, you don't have a spot here. Right. No, that's if, not if, if for, like, if we had five openings right now, you want to add transfers, but, like, who do you... You may not be adding them. Right. So Yeah, I mean, like, that's what, a, that's what a transfer besides Hinton Hooker, who just apparently just... <laughs> was bought in um what guys are going to want to come here with the uncertainty no, that's a that's a bad look to especially because it's an in-state guy it's a bad yeah. look for jerry Pruitt. it's one of those things that's like seems like just the continued downfall you have the assistance you have the quarterback situation like it, i do know a dog. things were not handled well by jerry Pruitt this season i do know a dog in the 2022 class that's over uh in memphis you better go get it. he's gonna have a lot of he's gonna have every offer i mean he's gonna get to pick yeah. So, yeah, you, you definitely want to go get him. Aaron Hayden's son, Dallin. Apparently, we wanted him to be a DB, and apparently, he took that personal because he, he put ran up like a madman this year. Hella numbers. Yeah. This past season, like over two thousand. It was insane. Yeah. And I know some. He did something for charity. I can't remember the exact charity, but touchdowns for charity. So, people. It's the you know Michael Scott how he accidentally put in twenty dollars per mm-hmm. mile like one guy was like yeah I put in yeah, I put in ten dollars for touchdown he was like shit <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he made him sweat it out I'm sure exactly um, but yeah dogs don't raise cats no so go go no. get some more do- I want some more dogs on this team and I think it starts with if you get a couple I, I think it it dwindles down to everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean that that's your it's the culture. Lead, culture yeah, and, and, the, and leadership. The leadership has got to be dogs cuz if there's young young dudes who want to compete and compete hard but the leadership doesn't, you know, care to, it ain't going to matter. And that the young guys going to eventually fizzle out too mm-hmm. unless he's special. And, and I'm not saying there's none on this Tennessee team. I think there there could be some. But the, but, but, when, but if you are, we need you to step up. And if it's just the younger guys, 
I'm I'm telling like it is a those younger guys get influenced so much by the the culture that yeah it is all about culture. So there I mean there are there are some you know there's some dogs on that team. Yep. Hopefully the one I mean yeah never mind I'm not gonna say that don't need to. All right. So we do, we team do have news. a question about okay. uh, Kevin Steele real quick. So I want to get to that before we. Move on. So Sawyer Turnbow said, "Will still be the linebacker coach? If so, is Moose gone due to the investigation? Is there a reason to believe we can't get Gardner for the D line coach too? Do we have a shot to land some key Auburn transfers?" Um, I mean, I would if I had to predict. I think you would too that he'd be taking Niedermeyer's spot. It doesn't look like Niedermeyer's going to get another deal, right? Um, Because I think his thing expires in like a couple days there's several coaches that expire at the end of january yeah i think t martin's the other one so we'll see so yeah we see him i mean gardner like like we said that wouldn't be taking place till probably may or june and then first well then i would i'd count him out then because i i would think jerry brute's got to try to get somebody in here faster than that Mm -hmm. so if he's not going to leave Auburn before that contract surely i don't know what the contract looks like i don't know if it's a certain time period that you can leave surely he would leave though even without that contract so or even with that contract excuse me um so some auburn players in the portal you got a four-star cornerback christian tut i don't know if tennessee would really have any interest but i think you need all the help you can in the secondary with the lot with the loss of bryce thompson you have a defensive tackle Daquan Newkirk, and then you have defensive end Big Cat Bryant, yeah, who uh, he was recruited by Kevin Steele and Ronnie Garner, and he uh, his high school coach at Chris County in Georgia was actually Shelton Felton. Oh, okay. I um, so there's ties. I mean, yeah. I, I think you definitely need help at that edge rushing position. I think he has ten total sacks in his career. Um, so I think that'd be a good get, for sure. Yeah, yeah. We need Tennessee all help. Can, we need Tennessee, all help we can get. Tennessee can use some depth, especially right now. Somebody was asking me about depth, and I was like, I think Tennessee's just like been fighting an uphill battle. It's it's hard to get depth, and you have zero. Um, and the, and they've got them at some key positions, um, but like linebacker just seems like they cannot develop any depth there. Defensive line, like quality depth, they're, they're, it's just been super hard. So and the the transfer portal this year is just it's not going to help that at all. No. Because anybody who's not really playing or they're not happy for whatever reason is going to enter the transfer portal because that's the thing to do. Right. And I think that'll change a little bit in the next couple of years when, when people start realizing, like, it's not like your whole recruitment started over. Right. And, and it's not as free as it sounds. Like, I can't believe it counts towards the recruiting numbers. I mean, you can't like it's not possible for all these guys to transfer. There's like 200 quarterbacks in the transfer portal. Yeah. So, it's not possible. It's not gonna work out. The numbers don't work. I can do the Allen thing in my head all day. <laughs> it won't work. It won't work. All right, team news. Team news. You got uh, Matthew Butler coming back. I yeah. think that's that's huge for Tennessee. A guy that um, really had a good end of the year last year um, was probably your your most productive defensive lineman last season with 43 tackles, uh, three tackles for loss, uh, a forced fumble, and two sacks. Had a really good game against Vanderbilt. He had seven tackles. Texas A&M, he had four tackles. Auburn, he had six tackles, um, tackles for loss, and a sack. Um, so, that had a really good year. 
last year. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't wow you, but I mean, what defensive tackle really wows you with stats? Um, but I, I think yeah, that's, it, I mean, defensive tackle is stuff really. It's tough to pad the stat category. Mm-hmm. But he's one of those like Vol leadership or Vol Academy or, or whatever they're called. Um, so I, I think he could be a really good leader for Tennessee and definitely a guy with a lot of experience. Um, like I said, one of the, probably the most productive defensive linemen you had last year. Right. So that's sure. good to get him back. Mm-hmm. Sure. Absolutely. Um, then you had Sean Schamberg enter the transfer portal. It's not a surprise, guys. I don't know why people thought the end <laughs> of the world was happening when Sean Schamberg announced. He hasn't been with the team since yeah. it's before been a while. Auburn. Yeah, it's been a while. So after Arkansas Surprise was his last game. took this long to announce it. And he didn't even play the first two games of the season. That's a good point, too. Um, you know, he stepped away for academic reasons. When that happens, probably not. Yeah, you're rarely coming back. <clears throat> right. <clears throat> um, and then Todd Chandler announced that he is headed to UNC. Yeah. I, I think that's a good spot for him. Uh, and, you know, it, suck, it sucks to lose a guy like Todd Chandler. Experience. Um Plenty talented, uh, also special, can be a special teams guy. Haven't been used much since his freshman year. Um, but uh, UNC, a team that's uh, moved, trending in the right direction uh, under old Mac. Yeah, and they had two guys. Uh, uh, I think one is a junior, the other's a senior. So they'll have two kind of open spots in that running back room. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's a good repl- replacement for them. Also, his recruiters were um, Robert Gillespie and Tommy Thigpen. So it was just kind of. Yeah, it definitely made sense. Easy transition. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Then Brian Gerardo, Tennessee's assistant strength coach, headed to his alma mater in... Which I guess that was official Columbia. today. Yeah. And it was been reported yeah. a week ago or so. Headed to South Carolina. I don't know. It's not a big loss. No. So Mike Bobo isn't the offense coordinator now. I thought Beamer was retaining him. Is that not the case? Because um, they announced that guy from Greenback today. So I might have looked it up. Where did Mike Bowe go? I don't remember. Oh, no, no. Oh, is he the offense coordinator at? Oh, I guess he, yeah, that's why Will Friend went to Auburn. Yes. I yeah. guess that's, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was there for like two days. Yeah. Three days, something like that. Yeah, and then went to, to Auburn. South Carolina also lost a 2022 five-star quarterback today. Yes. Not Which, good. I would say that's not out of the, you know, not quite done. Um, surely a guy that's committed that long didn't just completely put them out of. Right. But that's not great either. <laughs> yeah, it's not a, not been a great start for uh, Shane Beamer over in no. Columbia. For sure. Nope. So I guess things could. I mean, I guess South Carolina got a new coach. At least they get to do that. That's fun. Yeah. But I was talking to a guy at work today and. Um, we were just talking about, well, we we're, were kind of talking about the dog thing. How, how we just yeah. need, um, and, and maybe kind of focus more recruiting on on guys, maybe that figure system, and not just stars. Which they might do that. I don't know, but it it seems kind of weird that we're like, oh yeah, this guy could come here because we're in this top ten, but really didn't have much of a shot. So, how much time are you putting into a kid like that when you could put? Time elsewhere, I guess, is my thing. I don't know. I don't know anything about recruiting, honestly. I'll never understand it either because <laughs> it's trying to get in the mind of 17-year-olds. So Sure, yeah. So never – always changing. Yep. 
A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Okay. Any, any more team news? Uh, that's all I got for team news. All right. Well, um, are we claiming a win? Are we doing the old UCF? Or are we claiming this win against Vanderbilt since they... Um, nah. You don't like it? Okay. Nah. Oh, that's fine. Just asking. I, I don't just claim stuff like UCF. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Any, like, if Cincinnati had beaten Georgia and Alabama had won, I'm 100% crowning Cincinnati as a national champion. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. So, that's why I, that's why I bought the UCF shirt, because Alabama won that year. It's true. So, that's why I did that. I crowned COVID as a champion. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, all right, Dan Wilkin. <laughs> he definitely did. He made a trophy and everything, probably. <laughs> Well, apparently he wrote a two thousand page article, or a two thousand word article. See, I I don't know his tweets. Are like you he, blocked? Like, yeah, I'm blocked. I don't follow him. I just unfortunately see them from time to time. Oh, well, gotcha. So you're not blocked? How are you not blocked? I don't know. I've tweeted at him often, so <laughs> I don't. No, I, I don't even tweet. I like quote tweet him. I quote tweeted him the other day, and I was like, "You're a moron," <laughs> as proven by many of your peers who have quote tweeted this or tweeted back at you. He's a moron. He is. I mean, it has to be like the Clay Travis. Like, Clay Travis, I'm not saying he's entirely fake, but like, it's a bit at this point. It's a bit. Like, I think Dan Wolkin's a bit. It's got to be. No one's that stupid. No. No one that has a job. No, he, I mean, he is, though, truthfully. Um, he wrote an article, like, what, two years ago, three years ago, that Saban was, Saban's dynasty was done. It is done, right? Yeah. Like, he lost the national championship. He's like, dynasty done. It's done now. <laughs> now it's done. Is he retiring? No. He is showing emotion, so what does that mean? He's getting old. You think that's the, the beginning of the end when the man starts crying? You're like, holy crap. He's not a robot? He does have feelings? I don't, I don't know. I mean, what's his name? He used to smile. Um, golly. Patriots guy. Belichick. Belichick, you smile all the time. He smiled at that uh, Halloween party with Randy He did. Boss. He was having a great time. <laughs> he used to smile after winning championships. It was weird. I don't like it. I just love that Nick Saban probably went home last night, ate like probably two oatmeal cream pies instead of one, and then was like, so Butch, do we have the film ready? And Why got ready for next year. still on the field? Like, I'll never... Like, dude... You're an analyst. Go to Arkansas so, State. So that's what I want to do for our Jumbotron. Things that you you would do, but you wouldn't be proud of. Because, like, me and you both. We talked about, me and me and Adam talked about this. Like, me and you both. Everyone would stay around for, well, here's my thing. I wouldn't. Because I know that if I meant anything to Alabama, they would get me a ring. I wouldn't have to be on the sideline for it. I think Bush Jones is so worried about being left out that he wanted to get his picture with a trophy. He wanted to make sure... Nick Saban and the Alabama staff knew he was there, so he gets a ring. So our Jumbotron is going to be things you would do that you would not be proud of. Like we would all be like, I'm taking that ring. Like oh, it's a national championship ring. I'm I know I'm not gonna get another one because I'm Butch Jones. I better get this one. Right. So well, you don't think he's gonna get a champion but life ring? Maybe. Point? He's probably already got one printed out. Um you got Jostens. But I mean there's all there's all there's you know, it's like the the old, you know, what would you do? We, I would do a lot of things I'm not proud of for a million dollars. Oh, yeah, 100%. So it's like, I wouldn't be, fl- like, I would be the opposite of Butch Jones. I would be hiding from every camera. Whereas, like, he is doing his best to get on camera. Yeah. He's like, where's Nick Saban at? I know that camera's on him right now. Yeah. Um, But, man, it, just like I, 
the fact that I know, I mean, he tweeted about it. It's like, it's Arkansas State way. No, it's the Alabama way, you effing moron. <laughs> you effing moron. Like, he's an idiot. Like, how, like, he's going to prodfully sit in people's living room and be like, you see that right there? That's me. I know how to win national championships. Uh, like that, he's going to do that. He's already pretty much done it by sending that tweet. The Arkansas, he, Arkansas he took that State picture way. with his tight end guy, this tight ends coach, and was like, "We did this for Arkansas State." Blah blah. Yeah, wasn't that other guy like a GA? <laughs> like it, I have a little bit of pride about you. I'll see exactly what he said. It's been an amazing run, and I and coach. I don't know how you say his name. And I was so thankful to have been part of such a great organization. But let's go Arizona State football. Arkansas State. Arkansas State. I was going to say, he said Arizona no, State? What a, he don't even he know just it. tagged A State football. <laughs> what place he's at? It's just like... And then isn't that the Longhorn symbol? No. What is it? So, so it's just that instead of... Yeah. Have a little bit of pride about you. Don't you. tuck your fingers. Have a little <laughs> bit of pride about you. That's embarrassing, man. That's so embarrassing. I watched his press conference the other day of uh, the shot title thing. It's like that dude. He a hundred percent believed. Like he thought. Well, at least he, he believed it. He, or he thought we'd fall he, for yeah, it. Yeah, he thought in his mind like, oh. They'll believe this. Oh, he's an arrogant prick. <laughs> he's like, and that's the truth? I'm like... He put his name on a scoreboard in Knoxville after he had already been fired. He is arrogant as shit. I, the fact that you had to say that's the truth, everybody knew you were lying. Yeah, that's, that's a rule number one about lying to your parents. <laughs> I'm not lying. I swear. Oh, my favorite thing that you were like, oh, he's definitely done, was the Tennessee Tech game when he chose to punt or kick a field goal, and he's walking down the field, and he's like, F him. Yeah. I was like, yeah, F us, right? Yeah. I loved also that about, did you see the interview with Stefanski, and he was like, I 100% understand how fans feel now. Like, not being able to have any say in the outcome of this. Like, I get it. Like, thank you. Especially if you have money on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really Especially sucks. if you have money on it. So I guess we've already started talking about the... Well, we skipped, somehow skipped Vanderbilt. We started talking about the national championship game a little bit, I guess. Um, but So Tennessee-Vanderbilt, we'll, we talked about it a little bit on Sunday. I guess we kind of technically previewed Saturday now. So it got canceled due to some COVID complications with Vanderbilt. My question is, is how is that solved by Saturday? Seems like that game's going to get postponed. I, I think it's contact contact tracing. Um, I, don't, I don't know, what, but apparently it's not off the table, and they have another testing set up this week sometime. Yeah, I think they have to get tested three times a week. Yeah. Okay. So, so I guess Wednesday? So it's not done so yet. So today they get tested? I'm not sure the windows for it, but I think I remember Rick Barnes saying they get tested three times per week. Okay. So um, now I believe that's SEC protocol. I don't think Tennessee's is any different. Uh, so okay, that may. I mean, I guess that but, makes I mean, sense. Would you not like try to get COVID too, so you don't have to go against Tennessee's defense? Yeah, I would prefer um, <laughs> COVID than getting swatted out of the gym to three times by or stage East whatever, whatever you want to call it. Right, but they don't have to play on the stage anymore, so that's that's good. Mm. Um, they do get to come to Thompson Bowling Arena. 
yeah, so we'll, we'll see if he gets played. I mean, Vanderbilt, not a great basketball team. We mentioned that they did make Kentucky, you know, take them down to the wire. Um, they got whooped by Florida, though. I mean, I... They're could, not good. No, they're not good. Could they give you trouble? Probably not. Could Scottie Pippen Jr. give you trouble? Sure. Um, but I mean, that Grant Williams had to score 40 points to beat him that time. Right. They, I, don't, they don't have Saban Lee. Nah, no. No one like that. If... I mean, I think this is a t- this is a game that Tennessee goes ten deep in their bench. Like I I do. Yeah. So we'll see. I would like to see Tennessee start trying to figure out how to dominate the boards. Yeah. At least at least making it harder on other teams to rebound. They've gotten out rebounded a couple times this year. I know I'm probably nitpicking, but I I would rather nitpick than. I'd like to see Fulgerson score forty one. Forty one. Be funny. If Fulgerson ever or scores, if Fulgerson ever scores forty one, I will shave my chest. Wax it. Okay. <laughs> I'm confident Fulkerson will never score 41 points. I like John Fulkerson. Big Fulkerson fan. I didn't get pals this weekend. I was going to get it this morning, but I wasn't hungry, so I didn't get it for breakfast. I'll have to make up for that this weekend. So what do you get for breakfast? Cheddar rounds. Is that it? Uh, Yeah, sometimes a soda. Do, but they, I, do they have, like, breakfast sandwiches? That's what I'm... I'm going to be 100% honest. I don't know because I've always gotten cheddar rounds. Okay. So, I can look, but I've... I didn't know that either because it's not, like, on their pictures on their menu. I don't think. Again, I've never even looked at the menu in the morning. Okay, so, yeah, they have a country ham biscuit, butter biscuit, oh, okay. sausage biscuit, bacon biscuit, That's probably gravy, biscuits and gravy. That if anybody good. had pals for breakfast, how was their breakfast? Shoot, yeah, tell me. I, I'm not... I might be getting a sausage biscuit next time up there. <laughs> that should look good. Boy, hungry. God, I love Pals. Pals is amazing. But yes, their cheddar rounds are mwah, amazing. We have a uh, raging iguana. Oh, ask hey, uh, nice. what the hell is going on <laughs> with us? Like right now with us or no uh, <laughs> with Tennessee football? Tennessee, I, okay. I'm guessing because right everything. now I just got really hungry looking at. A picture of Powell's menu. That's what happened to me. I like, know what that biscuit looks like. Now I'm thinking about calling in an order from Johnson City or Morristown, Jefferson City. Really, yeah, we, we could City. just just 45 minutes from here. So, um, yeah. The uh, but what's going on with Tennessee? Like, your guess. We talked. We guess is as good as mine. Yeah, I, no one knows. And if if they if they think they know, they don't. So, because <laughs> I don't even think Tennessee's administration knows. No, not a chance. I mean, it, do the lawyers know? Probably not. <laughs> if they say they do, they don't. I don't know. It's just wild. It's wild to me that Jeremy Pruitt's job is in limbo, I guess, but he hasn't even been interviewed. And he's hiring. And he's hiring people. He's, yeah, he's hiring people. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't get it. I don't get it. Nope. Never will. Not even gonna try. All right, national championship game Monday night. Ship me Monday night. It's that simple. Oh, also, uh, Barnes mentioned that EJ Anasicki's going to return next season. Yeah, that's big. I like that. I, and I think I might have mentioned that when they announced it. Um, that, that I thought that would be good for him. So, that's good that happened. Yeah. I don't I don't think it's a huge shock. Um, no. Because he's... Let's be honest. He's not going to be an NBA draft. No. Um, so, yeah, play all, play all the basketball you can. But you're more than likely going to lose Eves this year. I'd be shocked if he came back for one year. And I think, I mean, I don't think Fulgerson's a guarantee to come back. I, I think it's likely, but I don't You're think it's... for man. What do you mean? It's very true. <laughs> I would love for the NCAA to grant John Fulgerson, and only John Fulgerson, a lifetime. NCAA. Like, 
is it going to give Tennessee like a competitive advantage to have John Fulkerson? But I think he should have like he should have to play until he's fifty two or something like that. Okay. Like Tennessee has to have him in the starting lineup until he's fifty two. More what his body would look like. See, I, I don't know how you work out those details, but I would love because I mean, is is a fifty two year old John Fulkerson going to play basketball any different than he does now? No, I don't think so. So I think just make him the NCAA should award him a lifetime membership and allow him to play. When he falls, he might he might actually be hurt though. I see. I don't know because he's always been like baby giraffe mode. I think he's always had, but he always like gets gets back up, stumbling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when that's when fair. You're older, yeah, when you're older, you're, you're getting you're getting a little brittle. That's yeah. fair. I don't know something about it. He just tells me he'll be baby giraffe the rest of his life. So <laughs> he just doesn't age. Correct. Yeah, he's actually Benjamin Button. He's getting younger. He has a different haircut, but he doesn't age. <laughs> yes. Correct. Um, so, national championship game, like I said, should not have been on a – I mean, it's. Just, I've been saying this for years. Apparently, it's an old man take. That's fine. It's just stupid. I did like some uh, some scoring. It made it interesting. Yeah. Um, it looked – I was in – the first half – or the first quarter. I mean, quarter and a half. I was yeah. impressed with OSU's ability to – score especially after you know wasn't their opening drive i don't think but yeah there's their opening drive that they went three and out right yeah i mean i was like oh this could get ugly and, and they responded and they their offense looked pretty good i mean i don't know exactly what injury justin fields had but he looked banged up and then obviously you have trey sermon go out with what looked like a dislocated shoulder on a strange play like it didn't look like a super hard hit yeah. Just one of those plays, like it happens. But I mean, his shoulder was like, he's like walking in the locker room. It's like hanging down here. I don't think, did they ever say what it was? Mm-mm. Fractured something? I don't know. Because they said he immediately went to the hospital. So Yeah, I'm sure that took a lot out of him. And I'm sure just the, I think it was very similar to, to Tennessee. It, it was just like, you know, our our defense can't keep anybody out of the, the end zone. Right. We're going to have to score every single drive to be able to win this game. Yeah, and then you lost your happen. best player. So. so it's kind of opposite of Tennessee. It was just like our offense couldn't score, so our defense is just like, why, why, yep. why are we going to, to stop somebody? We're going to have to do it over and over and over again. It's never ending. Correct. Uh, so they haven't said what Sermon's injury was. They just said not serious. Interesting. So it we'll probably find out about that in the next cool. month and a half when uh, NFL teams are asking about it. So. Yeah. But yeah, that I mean, it, Alabama is stupid. It's stupid how good they were this year. I mean, they had three legit Heisman candidates on their roster, and they played like it too. I mean, Devonte Smith. Why did they not even try to cover him? I mean, I guess I respect it. It's like, gosh. Just... Well, the the bad thing is, and this is how good Devonte Smith is. Is Ohio State has some dudes in that secondary. Yeah. Sean Wade is probably going to be a first round draft pick. And he ran right by him. Oh yeah, multiple but, I mean, times. There are also a lot of times like you're you're putting him in one on one scenarios against guys this good. And I know you have to blitz to get Mac Jones pressure, but it's like, I mean, that's the thing. Is it like Ohio State couldn't? There wasn't gonna be anything they could do right. No. I mean, you, you you go into zone and, and pick your poison. Yeah, you go into zone and take pressure off the um, quarterback. He's gonna have plenty of time, or they'll start running the ball, and Najee Harris will dominate you even more. Um, you blitz, and they're gonna find Devonte Smith isolated or Najee Harris out of the backfield, like. And then they've got Mechie, and even Waddle took a couple. I mean, Slay Bolden had his first touchdown, which I was shocked to find out that was his first touchdown. Yeah. I swore he scored like three against Tennessee. 
<laughs> I was like, ah, hold on. Close if he didn't. I was like, I swore. Um, but I mean, it, it's just like it's stupid. And then I think when Devontae Smith came out, I think Billingsley had a big catch right, like right after. I'm like, they just Ohio State can't catch a break. And then Najee Harris had like 79 yards on the ground and 70 yards receiving. It was, yeah, like like you said, there was nothing you could do. You couldn't no. cover all of them. Right. Uh, it's, and then Mike Jones had all day. What is hilarious is Steve Sarkeesian. I think he coached a great season and a great game, but like it's just not going to be the same at a and Oh, Texas. yeah, you don't have no Devontae Smith. You don't have Mike Jones. You don't have that. Like, are you going to be able to be creative and do some of the same things you did? Sure, but like, it's not going to be the same. Right. Also, the creativity, I hate that I said, I, I swear I said it before Chris Fowler said it. Um, the creativity, but like the simplicity of what they did with him, like all they did, they didn't run anything crazy with Devontae Smith to get him open. They did a lot of pre-snap stuff that made, that created either mismatches or confusion. And then Devontae Smith ran flats. Yeah. <laughs> like that was pretty much it. Yeah. That one where he, he came back in motion and then went back out. Yeah. Cause you, cause the, I mean, they, they knew that was going to happen. They, they threw him in motion before all mm-hmm. the way across and saw that guy following and then the next play, they did that. Yeah, it. Yeah, it was like you said. It was it was creative, but also simple. It, yeah. it wasn't like you were doing some crazy trick play. It was right a, a flat route that it, turned into a touchdown. Yeah, and and I mean they did very similar stuff with Najee Harris, moving him around and and creating those mismatches and trying to identify if they could get you know corner nickels on him or um, you know if they had a linebacker covering him out in the flat like. It's just God poor so that, creative that and so simple. on this third touchdown, that man didn't have a chance. No. <laughs> someone was like, Why is he running like that? And someone tweeted back and was like, That is exactly how you run when your brain wants you to run faster, but you physically cannot. <laughs> I was like, I, yeah, I've definitely looked dumb a couple of times running like that. Um I mean <laughs> this is this is an inside joke. People won't get this, but do you remember when we were at um the White House and not the actual White House, Caleb's White House in the fort. <laughs> the actual White House. And Chad was running in the front yard, and you're like, Chad, is that how you run? <laughs> that was like the first night we ever. You think Chad? You think we could get a hold of Chad right now? Did he? How much money did he lose last night on the championship game? Because I'm sure he made some dumb bets. Oh yeah, I'm sure. No, no, don't get him on here. I just want to ask him what his dumb bet was, because I know he made one. Anytime Chad's like, oh, this is a log, I don't do it because it's a terrible I bet. bet the opposite, typically. It's a terrible bet. Typically, I bet the opposite. We'll see if he answers. I don't... Well, I'll call him later. We'll, we'll get him on next time. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, it's stupid. It, and then the, my favorite part is when they lined up, like, you know, how State's like, all right, we'll, we'll, you know, yeah, we got to punt, but we'll punt and try to get him in bad territory. You got to punt to Devontae Smith. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. It pisses me off as a Tennessee fan, but I also think it's hilarious. So I do wish, like, I want to use guys like that. Yeah. Like, Jalen Hyatt has that kind of speed. Does he have maybe the route running ability yet? Maybe, but probably not. How many incredible routes did Devontae Smith have to run? Yeah, I mean, he didn't. Like, he he probably had two good routes. I mean, it, it was more of like, he, he won his route before the play even happened. Yeah. Because it was, like, you're giving him so much cushion – He's either gonna if it's I, double move your beat yeah. and he can run a five yard hitch and then do a little th- th- and gone. I would say he ran three good and and a lot of it's not even necessarily route running. It's what you do with a line of scrimmage to create separation or to get outside leverage or inside leverage depending mm-hmm. on what you want. But I would include that. Like he really had probably three 
excellent routes that he ran of his 12 catches. Yeah. Um, he had that one where he, he found the space between the corner and the safety over top. Um, then I know you're like, yeah, you can, you know, they're knocking the DBs like, where are you at? But it's like, at the same time, it's like, when you think you've got help over top, it's easy to get caught looking in the backfield and then your help over top's not, I mean, it's, and then it's Devontae Smith. It's a Heisman winner. It yeah. Makes it, throws a wrinkle in it. But I mean, finding that space is excellent. That, as much as it's, it is funny to laugh at that linebacker that got caught chasing him, but he also bent the route away from the safety down the seam. Yeah. Like that's a good route. And then he had one on the sideline where he created separation real early to get outside leverage and, I mean, Mac Jones had to throw a good ball, but it didn't have to be a great ball. No, just put it on him. <laughs> he did have give, that. Give him a chance. And then Devontae Smith did have that incredible catch where it looked like he literally extended. Like his arms looked like uh, Miss Incredible. Mm-hmm. Is that her name? And then he gets both feet and bounces. Like, it's just, he's so good. It's stupid. Yeah, I mean, I knew he was good because I'd watched a couple of Alabama's games, but like. What a show in that first half. Yeah. I mean, have you ever seen a wide receiver performance in a half like that? I've never seen one in a game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, for for sure. It's it, incredible. And then you had like and then you had Najee Harris. I mean, how many running back performances have you seen like that? Not a lot. And he said it was hard. He said it was it, it was it was hard. Yeah. And we joked about that as funny as it was. Um the reporter could have worded it better and I'll actually get into that later. Um he makes it look effortless. Yeah, he does. He makes it look average. Yeah, that that touchdown he had on the pass play. Yeah. I oh, know. I mean him. He cut so he cuts back to the sideline, but he like almost comes to a complete stop. But I mean, he can accelerate so fast and he's so big. Like it's still, he's at a com- almost a complete stop and it's hard to defend it. Yeah, <laughs> it's incredible. And he almost went untouched. I can't. I, I can't wait to watch those two guys specifically in the league. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. And those two guys that really showed out their freshman year. Yeah. In the um, – was it the one against Alabama? Or Georgia, sorry. Devontae Smith caught the touchdown, the winning touchdown. Yeah, that would have been his freshman year. Yeah. yeah. Against Georgia, yep. Yep. All right, NFL playoffs. Playoffs. So, all right, we'll get into, like, each game – but Super Bowl prediction, like you don't have to give me a winner right now if you don't want. But who do you have playing in it? That's a, I want to see this week before. I, I yeah, mean, yeah I, that's fine. But I want you to give me yeah, a guess. I, I'll make one. Um, until somebody beats Kansas City, like I, I gotta go with them yeah. to be in it. It's fair. Um, I thought Buffalo could really give him a. a a game, and, and maybe they will. Um, but if they play like they did with the Colts, I think Kansas City wins. Yeah, you're probably right. But I'm going Bills in the a- to represent okay. the AFC. And I probably got the the Saints. Yeah, I think the Packers have a chance, but I think this the Saints. I mean, the Bucks have a chance too. Perfect. They play great against Washington, no. but I just I don't know if they have just enough to do it. I don't know. The Saints, the the Bucks. The Bucks. Yeah. I, I mean, I've I, I think the the Saints have more. They have just as much offensive talent as Kansas City does. Yeah, except maybe a quarterback. But and, he's also yeah, Drew Brees is one of the best. quarterbacks. Yeah, he's all, but he's also been there. He yeah, he's it's different. But I I have coming from the NFC, I have the Packers. I've got the Bills and Packers in the Super Bowl. Okay, I, yeah. I'd say I'd say Chiefs and Saints. Okay, 
Two different impendants. There you go. That's why you came here today. Yeah. Um, Saturday, you have the Rams and Packers on. That's at Lambeau. Negative opinions. Yeah, I feel that. Um, and then at eight fifteen that night, you've got the Ravens and the Bills. Sunday, you've got the Browns and the Chiefs, and then the Buccaneers and the Saints. Okay, so game by game, I who do you got? Put a dollar on the Browns win the Super Bowl because it's plus three thousand. Nice. So, if but, they win, I win thirty. Is that plus three thousand right now? Yeah. Or was that yeah. really? Yeah. I'll be right back. <laughs> I mean, it's worth shit. It's a dollar. Yeah, I mean, you win thirty dollars. I won forty five last night. And actually, way, I won sixty. And the way they played against 60, the Steelers, it's 60. not. No, I, I, I mean, they're the. Yeah, I mean, they got a lot of offensive talent too. I don't see. Think they can beat the Saints or the Chiefs, but I don't either. Man, how. How, how much fun would that be? Somebody Taking check, the Browns to the Super Bowl. Somebody, yeah. Somebody check on uh, our boy Ross Kivett because uh, the dude will, will definitely be in, doing some Tequila Tuesday. Oh, for sure. You can get the Rams at plus, plus 2,000. Yeah, I don't want that. Jared Goff is hurt. I'm about to go 50 on the Browns. <laughs> Oh, God. What's that payout? Uh, let's see. Like a... 1500 <laughs> That's a lot. No, it's definitely not worth it. No. Um, okay. So, Packers beating the Rams? Yeah. I think the, the Rams have a good defense, but Devontae Adams is going to get open. Uh, yeah. And the, Ra- okay, and the Ravens aren't going to be able to keep up with the Bills, right? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. They're playing in Buffalo. It's going to be cold. <laughs> Maryland's not that far from... That far south. It's cold. It's cold in Baltimore, too. Yeah. Uh, and then the Browns and the Chiefs. I mean, Chiefs, Bob, they're 10-point favorites. I was about to say 10. I wouldn't take it. I'm not advocating yeah. for you to take that bet. But yeah, I don't touch anything that's double digits. Maybe we can get some good teasers in. You got the Bills at minus two. We could tease both those down. Over who did oh the the Ravens? I don't know. It'd be interesting. And then the because last week I wouldn't have won us. Like if it wasn't for teasers, I wouldn't have won a single bet. Really? So you could tease Buffalo down to plus four and Kansas City to minus four. I'd take that. Because I, I, I wasn't going to touch the Saints because it was 10 points. Yeah. And then everything else, I mean, I didn't pick Washington to to do that. Um, I picked the Seahawks to win. Did you? Yeah, I did too. I picked the Seahawks to cover. Minus three. Yeah, I think I did too. It's gross. I'm an idiot. Bucks and Saints. I, I just don't. Uh, I I think it's the Saints. That's like the nursing home bowl, right? Yeah, all the old guys. <laughs> you got the Saints too? Yeah, I got the Saints. Smart guys make smart decisions. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. All right. Any more questions for uh, for this episode? Uh, Before we get into our segments? I think that's all we got. Okay.
Oh, so Akuna Matata said uh, any potential plans to schedule with another team on Saturday. And he also asked, um, will COVID save Vandy twice this week? It just may. I would say the SEC is probably working on some contingency plans. Um, but yeah. unlike this Tuesday, Vanderbilt was the original scheduled one, so there may not be any other teams available. Right. Yeah, but, and the good thing about Tennessee being good in basketball is the SEC is going to want us to get in any as many games as possible. Yeah. Just like when Florida um, and Texas A&M, they thought they could possibly be in the college football playoff, they wanted to make sure they were playing on Saturday. Right. So they'll do their best. Um, but I don't know who would be available. Whoever Missouri's opponent or South Carolina's opponent this week may Let's see if I can check that real quick. But, yeah, who knows. Uh, let's see. Any other questions? That was it? Yeah, that was it. Awesome. All right, Jumbotron. Let's do one. So we didn't have this pre-planned. I just dropped it on Landon. Things you would do. Thing you would do. That you're not proud of, but you'd do it. You want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. I do a pedicure. I've always heard they're pretty awesome. Okay. I've got really, really bad calloused feet from calluses on my feet from like soccer and just like running and like i've never done anything to try to correct them like never gotten a pedicure like mm-hmm. you know other than the dead skin falling off my feet like i've never taken the dead skin off so i think a pedicure would be awesome would i tell people about it would i take pictures of it would i do it on in front of a camera for, on tv no i would not i would not be proud of it um but i'd definitely get a pedicure okay hmm I mean, I, I would probably do that. I mean, I watched The Bachelor, so I might as well do that. <laughs> Are you uh, proud that you watched The Bachelor? It's a good... Um, it's something to give me a break from sports. Because I feel like that's all. That's literally all I do. Is watch sports? Yeah, watch sports, talk about sports. So, it like... If I can have any anything in common with anybody that doesn't watch sports, it'd probably be The Bachelor. There you go. So, I like that uh, for two hours or however long it's on, an hour or two hours, um, I can sit on my phone without Emily being mad about it. So, it, I saw her uh, Snapchat. Did she tell you that I... No, what happened? Her. Um, so, she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm putting off watching The Bachelor for the national championship or something because of my boyfriend. Mm. And I just said, same. (laughs) (laughs) Not the boyfriend part, but right. Right. (laughs) I love it. It's funny. Um, thing I'm not, I would do that. I'm not proud of, man, that's tough. That's a tough question. This ain't even for a lot of money either. It's just just something you'd do. That's like a tough interview question. <laughs> I just did an interview on Thursday, so I'm... You can't ask that. Somebody somebody asked me, they said <laughs> the weirdest question that. that they were asking in an interview was, they told them to describe the color blue. I'm like, what kind of question is that? It's, it's blue. A, it's getting, a crayon. You're getting the... I like that question. I think you're getting a feel for the kind of person. Like, does blue describe like a warm, happy feeling to them? 
or does it describe very you know because typically blues like in cool. like sad it's like, like a cool yeah maybe yeah cool like maybe you're getting engaged for the kind of person like that, comfortable color. yeah but if they're like it's sad and you know just um, it's um, depressing like you know then you get a feel for the like, kind are of you person depressed? yeah you get the <laughs> kind of person you know you get the their personality the how what the person uh, thinks about all the time so I like that question I like the I like to hear the description of random colors describe orange to me misery. <laughs> Sadness, all around. Uh, that I'm not proud of, dude. I just don't know. <laughs> I really, I like. I'm, I'm stumped. I really. There you go. I'm proud. I stumped you. Okay. Um, I. I'm. I'm thinking of things like I would ne- like I would never do. Like I would never wear bandy colors. Um. I'm proud of that. Something that I... Can you find something not Vandy in that ugly gold? It's not even gold. Yellow? Mustard? I don't think it exists. No, probably not. I don't think it's a color outside of a Vanderbilt color. Describe that color. Ugly. (laughs) Piss? That I'm not proud of. We're going to skip this. Landon would be proud of everything he does. If know. I mean, if we won the national championship, I'd I would streak. Don't okay. Don't do that. I mean, I, but it's not I, worth the jails. It's not worth the registered <laughs> sex offender. It's not worth it. So don't do that. We're going streaking in the quad. Um, I mean, I would definitely do what Al like. I would. Oh yeah. Do that. And I mean. I was they're I would, celebrating. They win one every two to three years. I'm, imagine what Tennessee fans are going to. I'd be. storm the Capitol for a national championship win, the Tennessee fact, national championship win, fact, and I would put it on parlor. Yeah, you should. <laughs> the fact that Tennessee fans has have like stuck around and been as passionate yes. as they have been for so long with with what we've dealt with is incredible. Yeah, hundred. We should win a freaking award. Hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. Um, I would I would take a um. Who's the hardest hitting player in the NFL? Who do you think? Fontes Burfield. I'm gonna tell you right now, you're not gonna do that. I would do it. You would die. I would do it though. You'd be hospitalized. I would do it. You'd be. You should be proud of that one. You can be like, yeah, I survived that. Landon, you just I, woke. I would, I would take Landon. A... You just woke up from a 15 year coma. I'm breathing, aren't I? How good's Tennessee? <laughs> Are we back yet? That'd be my first question. You're gonna be real sad. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't um, ask. I would that. take a stiff arm from Derrick Henry. Again, you were going to wake up like that man. Dude, speaking of that, Najee Harris when he dribbled, we thought um, John Kelly dribbled people's head off. That man, like that man, put someone's head through the turf. Yeah, he buried him. It was embarrassing. <laughs> it was hilarious. <sighs> he literally made somebody dig their own grave. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> Stupidity's an epidemic. You want to go first? I know you got one. Yeah, I've got uh, Tony D'Angelo. He's a player for the Rangers. Um, he downloaded a... He got a parlor account. Um, parlay... I don't know how it's pronounced. Um, account. I've heard both. Uh, one of his first posts, um, he talked about how stupid COVID was. That's not the stupidity. The stupidity is someone responded and said, uh, should be more concerned with Antifa than a microscopic virus that couldn't even throw a good punch if it trod. Back to blue. 
He responded, I would like to see that virus put on skates and play in the NHL. <laughs> is, is that how we judge the legitimacy of things? Can they skate and play in the NHL? You think a Derrick Henry stiff arm's bad, but can he skate and play in the NHL? <laughs> Good lord. He posted this on a public forum. Good God. Okay, back to back to what I would do. Um, I'd make an OnlyFans account if I knew how, if I could make a ton of money. Dude, if I had tits, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. I would do it with my boss if I knew I could make money. Okay, yeah, with yeah, boss, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yes. And I would dude. not be mad. I'm like, dude, I wouldn't have to. I wouldn't show my know, face. Like, I have an idea of how much some of those girls probably make. It's ungodly because i know how nasty men are at times um so like if i can make that much like i wouldn't have to work yeah i would i would not work i wouldn't work i would just show my we'd still my dad bod yeah (laughs) yeah exactly this would be part of the only fans we'd we'd just be naked (laughs) we'd be getting our name out there a little bit more probably you think butch jones looks takes a bunch of pictures with the trophy just wait till i get i'll i'll do a jim mcwain Read. (laughs) (laughs) I just need you to do that. I'll remake that photo. I need you to make some bet that has you doing that because I need to see Landon naked on a shark. That'd be hilarious. Done a lot more for a lot less. Okay. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, my stupidity is. Game seven. I don't know what this is, but it's like a a uh, it's game seven dot com. Uh, yeah, it's like an outlet of some sort. Um, but they tweeted an article with Doug Peterson out. The Eagles now have a clear path to trade for Deshaun Watson and hire Dabo Sweeney. That's a real. Somebody spent time writing an article that said the Eagles should trade for Deshaun Watson. Hey, That's not you- the bad. How do you think you're going to get yeah. Dabo? Or Deshaun. Deshaun already plays for a shitty team. He doesn't want to go to the Eagles. <laughs> the Eagles would be better than the Texans, to be That's fair. true. Would be better. That's insane. Oh my God. Do you have any more? Yeah, did you see Peter Burns asking Tom Hart about his dog? No. So it's a halftime of the Florida Ole Miss game. Right now between Alabama headed into Rupp Arena. This is, this is last night. Vandy game being postponed and first half analysis. Now I kind of want to know a little bit more about Tom Hart's dog, Larry, actually. Mm. Well, we had to put him down a few weeks ago, Peter. Thanks for asking. Teams right now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's not like, that's not real it can't be but like my favorite part is like that's why i can't be real like tom you don't say that you just go hey, he's doing great thing like yeah i love that dog thanks for asking you don't say that to people <laughs> we had a but how is this the second basketball analyst we've heard get just their dog just made fun of you remember you know which one i'm talking about no it's like a high school game or like a lower tier college game and the announcer's like, yeah, I don't even know what they're talking about. The announcer's like, yeah, we got my, I 
say it's a straight face. I'm about to find the video. He's like, yeah, my, you know, our dog Lucy got ran over in the driveway. And right as it's happening, someone goes in the lane and just posterizes someone. And he's like, oh, yeah, ran over like that? <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. I'll have to see if I can find it because it put him down, Peter. Thanks for asking. Again, like that has to be a bit. This one has to be a bit. I don't know, man. It's <laughs> yeah, run over like that. Good lord! Why did he have to say it like that? <laughs> yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks, Peter. We had to... He sounded like he got erect when he said it. Let me see if I little YouTube video. I used to have it saved on my phone. Oh, it's one of my favorite videos of all time. This one's... Oh, this is on Dan, pa- Dan Patrick. At the age of 12, she was run over oh, yes. in our driveway. Oh, oh! Like that? Was she run over like... <laughs> ran over like... <laughs> what is he even talking about? He had to... 12 years old and she was run over in our driveway and he's already started oh yeah oh yeah run over like that <laughs> good lord I mean how is this stuff real I love it it's amazing how awkward is that conversation after that? <laughs> that's what I'm A- saying after you'd like stop getting excited over- <laughs> oh yeah Oh yeah, like that. just imagine walking away and being like I just said that about someone's yeah, dog why was he so excited about a dog's death Jesus. <laughs> people are insane. I love people. I've got to listen to the Peter Burns one more people. time. I love the mm. Mm. <laughs> like He's like, yeah, I gotta tell him. I, I guess you had like you don't want him to keep asking about Larry on the broadcast, so you just gotta end it. It's amazing. I mean, that's just amazing. I I could do that for another hour. I could just watch that video over and over again. So I have a I don't have the video in front of me, but it's Michael Blackston. I don't know if you ever you know who this guy is. I don't think so. Um, but he's on Wild and Out sometimes, and he's like, I think he like he's from an African country, mm. so or like Jamaica or something like that. That's not African country, but he like <laughs> it's not. He, he's he's not he's not from. <laughs> he's from a foreign country, exactly. <laughs> um, but they like make fun of him because he's like really black, uh-huh. and he was like, yeah, I didn't know how black I was until I got to America, and he was like. He's like, oh, yeah? He's like, what did they say to you? He's like, one guy said I look like under the bed. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the TikTok he sent us earlier? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, Somebody sent it to me. Yeah. He said I look like under the bed. I'm like, (laughs) I've never heard that in my life. But that is hilarious. (laughs) God. It's it's awful. Do you have a picture of him? I don't, because I probably would recognize him from Wild Now. Oh God! You got anything else? You got any other stupidities or any any hilarious thing that's been mentioned on social media? Like someone's dog <laughs> being—I don't recognize him. 
He, he's only on a couple, like every once in a while. Gotcha. He, he's like a comedian. He's he's very funny. I wish uh, Wild and Out was still like a popular thing. I guess they're still making new episodes. He's from though. Ghana. Ghana. That is Africa. Okay, that is so, Africa. Good okay. job. Good job. Um, now I've got to check that. We're like I said, we're big geography guys. Yeah, more more United States, but we're we're yeah, we're it learning. is Africa. <laughs> it is Africa. I just want to verify, but it is. Um, okay, guys. Um, oh, I, sorry, I, I, I mm-hmm. do have one more or something else. Yeah. So uh, SEC Network, Jalen Waddle looking good in warmups. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> he looked like a wounded deer. He was waddling. <laughs> yeah, he he was running like a guy who hasn't run in three months. I mean, he's definitely faster than than most people when they run normal, but it looked like it hurt. Yes, correct, dude. What about the weight James Harden has put on? Good, he's gonna break an ankle. That man thick. Can you confirm that he's thick? That wasn't your stupidity. I was hoping oh, that was going to be your stupid. I didn't have that one. Just not going to... Not even worth it. Okay. Cool. I think it made some people mad this week, but whatever. I don't care. Um, you know. you know. We do have some questions. If you know, you know. We got a question? Yeah. So, Christopher Nichols, he asked this the other night, and um, we had already gone off the show. So, he says, does Barnes continue to rotate these guys with different lineups or choose one and stick with it? Football-wise, what will be our strengths and weaknesses of the team? Um, start with basketball. Yeah, I think he continues to find the best lineup. I think he's said in his press conference that he doesn't know which is his best lineup. Yeah, yeah, I think, and I think that's a good problem to have. Right. I mean, you've already seen it be fooled with twice this week, three mm-hmm. times, I guess, total. Yeah, three different lineups in the last week. So, I think you should expect to see it. Yeah, be moved around a little more. Yeah, probably February going into March, you'll probably see it. Probably finalize at yeah. that point. Um, yeah. Now I think with the talent that you have, I, I don't think you can go wrong with a no with any five. Right. And and just with it being two freshmen, and I know they're really really talented and really really good. I just don't know if I could say either of those two are the definite final lineup. Like I think Victor Bailey Jr. has done a fine job, and he's even been shooting better lately. So I think he could find himself back in the lineup. Maybe you see a different mix of guys. Do you, Do you have an answer of who's Tennessee's best player? No. I'm not even going to choose. Team Keon. <laughs> team Keon. Um, what will be our strength and weaknesses of the team next year? I, th- I think strength will probably be your young talent. I think you're going to be strong at the guard position. I think it's this kind of similar thing as this year. I think you're going to be really strong at the guard position. Football-wise. Oh, football. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um <clears throat> I don't know because I just think there's a lot of unknowns. Like I don't, and I'm not. Con- I think you had a ton of t- talent at quarterback, but I'm not confident after this season that you can utilize it correctly. Yep. Um, I think there's a ton of talent on offense, but again, it starts with the quarterback. Then I think you got speed. Yeah, you definitely have speed. But but like you said, can you utilize it? Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think the weakness is just depth. We 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 got into that a little bit earlier in terms of like especially at key positions on defense. There's not a lot of depth. Yeah, I think <clears throat> right now, like from last season, to the, like it was it was leadership. Yeah, that's definitely a big weakness. Yeah, and, and so that that needs to be fixed come come next season. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, I agree. 
all we got. Any other, okay. Good. That, that's it, guys. Thank you all so much for listening. Always appreciate it. Yeah, guys, go check out our sponsors. Don't forget. Um, we'll be back. Hopefully, hopefully next time we talk, Tennessee will have played Vanderbilt. Or somebody. Somebody, yeah. And, and we can wear the victory cap. South Carolina was scheduled to play LSU this Saturday. Hadn't been canceled yet. Missouri, I think was A&M. I've already put it away. I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Hopefully, hopefully we play. Yeah, somebody. Crossed. Guys, we're bringing the boat in, and we out.